Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the pod of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Will you recognize, will you recognize your star? Because you are a star wherever you are, regardless of what social media is saying to you. The crappy news that has people that don't do their job, but they're making lots of money to just say crap that makes no sense. Or regardless of what you think people that should be your friends are saying to you and half of what they're saying isn't nice to you, maybe you need a new friend. Uh, it could be any of these things. Regardless of what the world is saying, I want you to be able to look into a mirror and recognize who you are. Who you are might be not be total flawless. You might not be perfect, but I'm pretty sure being imperfect is better than being perfect. Who wants to be perfect? Imagine how much stress that is to just be perfect all the time and never be able to breathe and let loose and put some leggings on and some fuzzy socks. Whether you're a guy or a girl, I, I think you like fuzzy socks and, and comfortable like L.L. Bean slippers. Who doesn't want to be comfortable with a nice sweatshirt on? I mean, isn't that what we're all looking for? I know that's what I'm looking for, and I hope that's what you're looking for, too. Anyways, in a world that's constantly telling us what we should be doing, what we should be buying, what we should be listening to. I mean, we're flushed out with ads all the time. That's all we see is ads. No, you're unstoppable. No, you can do anything you put your mind to. And no, you can be unapologetic doing that as well. I dare you to be the best version of yourself. Even if you can't see it, it's there. Find it. Anyways. Today, we're going to be having a very interesting uh, conversation on this Monday. So let's get right into it. Let's start off by talking about our favorite part of our conversation. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. It is another week. Uh, We're almost getting into the week of Christmas, and um, I'm so tired of these politicians and their crap. Whether it's the Democrats trying to act like they're doing something. They're buying the votes from the poor. That's what they're doing. By trying to create legislation for things for bummy people. And I'm not trying to say that people that don't make a certain amount of money are initially bummy. But if you're getting all these free handouts and you don't have a job, you don't have employment, you don't have, you're not paying taxes, but you have free things, what else am I supposed to call you? This child tax credit? How is it a child tax credit and the people that are receiving this credit don't pay taxes? I thought this whole bill was about trying to rebuild the United States or infrastructure. Well, I got to tell you, this is nothing to do with infrastructure. This has got to do with them being worried about going into the polls, but they should really be concerned about going into polls or, uh, you know, their positions being taken away with the stupid crap that they're doing right now. Like this legislation, it doesn't help me. Not only does it not help me, but it doesn't help a lot of other people either. Like, For the people that are at work, that are going to work every day, working at a job that make a certain amount of money, we're not getting anything for free. They're not even thinking about us. Nothing is going around their mind like, maybe we should give this to like middle class America. Nothing's coming to middle class America, okay? Like, like if you make like a certain amount of money, they don't even want to talk to you. I'm talking about like $30,000. That 
to them is considered too much. Like 30, 35, 36, whatever. Going up that way. North of $20,000. Like, is this really the conversation that I'm having? Yes, it's the conversation that I'm having with you. I've been telling you about this tax child tax credit for months. I've been telling you about how we're failing at education for the kids in the United States of America. These kids are dumb. I'm just going to say it. Dumb. The teachers aren't that smart. What they're learning is not helping them because it's not going to be feasible for them to be competing against people from other countries that are ridiculously intelligent and smart. These children can't have cognitive conversations. They can't even speak normal words. Like, I don't know why we're talking about art programs and them learning how to play instruments if they can't read and write, okay? If they cannot read a book at a grade level of the grade they're in, there's a problem. And let's stop calling it a disability. No, you're not making these children focus. That's the problem. It, it doesn't have anything to do with that. Outside of that, teachers are lazy. Why do they get paid so much money? That's another thing. Like, teaching is horrible. You have to basically give your entire life to something where you don't get any of it back. You're just giving, 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 giving. You don't even have a life. On the weekend, you have to spend that time looking over stuff and grading things. During the week, you have to spend that time teaching and coming up with lesson plans and figuring out your classroom and constantly having things to give to the children. Honestly, I think we should just move forward to things being online so children can learn in a different environment. I do think COVID was a blessing in a way because it showed just how unprepared this country is with education. It shows how much they don't pay attention to education on a daily basis. These teachers aren't that great. They suck. They really suck. Their intentions aren't about the children. It's about the money. And why are they getting money? For what, man? I mean, and I'm not trying to be rude, but seriously, these children aren't that bright. Like, they're going to go to college, and they're not that smart before they go to college. Like, they can't have cognitive conversation. They're saying words wrong that they're supposed to be learning in the second grade. If they're about to graduate from high school and they can't have a conversation, shouldn't we be concerned? And then half these kids, they don't want to go to college. They have no intent on doing anything. And this new generation, whatever it is, they just think they're all going to be like pop stars great like but how does that work like what are you talking about they're creating a generation of people that think they're old things and they don't have to work for anything isn't that the entire purpose of going to college so you can set yourself apart from others by showing how much far advanced you are than other people because you spent that time in college and I'm not saying that college is a necessity but what I am saying is that it kind of is. Like, if if you want to be successful or you want to find something, you kind of need to go to school. Like, it's kind of a requirement. Because what college does is it gives you the years of experience and it gives you the environment where you're ready and you're prepared. You're showing that you can show up for class on time. You're showing that you're spending the allotted amount of time completing something. Outside of not doing that, you have years of experience working at a job. That's great, but that still doesn't add up to the education. That's the importance of education. But when it comes to grades before college, these teachers aren't, are not harming children in a way that it can't be fixed or reversed. 
Like these children are not learning at the rate they should be learning at. Like literally, if you compare like Albanian children to American children, there's a distinct difference there. The Albanian children are likely smarter. The Chinese children are smarter. Do you see what I'm saying? Like they're learning differently in their home countries than they are here. And no one's talking about that. If we're going to do infrastructure, why don't we do infrastructure on education and fix it? Why don't we also do infrastructure on the price of education? Because if you're going to charge all this money for people to go to college or whatever, which is cool, you know, education is like property. Like you're paying for it and, you know, you're paying interest or whatever on it because you see the value in it long term. That's education. Great. So why don't you make it valuable? In a way where you're seeing it. If not. What are we talking about? Like. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's It's got to be a two way street man. A two way street. And them creating a bill. That's going to just help the people in poverty. That are poor. That they want to vote for them. Couldn't be more obvious. They've been doing the same structure. And doing the same thing over and over and over again. But when you spend time doing that over and over and over again, you single out other people you might need to vote for you. Like, I don't know, independents, undecided, middle class, people that do have jobs, people that are maybe at the first part of the 1% that you still kind of need to be on your side. You've just singled out all those voters. We're talking about tens of millions of people. Because guess what? Not everybody is poor. Guess what? Not everybody is in poverty. And guess what? A lot of Americans, a lot of people, whether they're of American descent or another descent from another country, are at work. So how does that work? Shouldn't we be the country that rewards you for your hard work and dedication instead of being the country that rewards you for laziness? Why are we giving free money away and all these helicopter ideas to people that aren't doing anything. What is that? Just what is that? I I don't know what to tell you because I don't have an answer for it. It's frustrating. It's frustrating as a, a young adult trying to figure out my own like life, you know, buying a house, having kids, you know, all that jazz. Uh, you know, finding a career where I definitely want to grow and prosper and learn and just continue to prosper and grow within it and have it be something that I love what I'm doing. And I'm finally at that point in my young adult life. And I'm I'm going I'm steering in a, a direction that I I got to say I like it. It's I'm definitely learning and I'm um, following up with challenges and I'm, I'm in the right direction. But these other people. That aren't doing anything. Why are we giving hindsight to bums or homeless people? While I know some homeless people need help like veterans and everything. Like you got to figure it out. Like what are we talking about? Why are we so concerned about giving free things to people? And then they don't understand what hard work is. They don't understand what focusing is. If you take away them working hard, what is there? Like, the only way you can succeed and become very good at something is if you work hard to get to that. Outside of doing that, 
you can't just achieve things and conquer and prosper and be rewarded with anything if you aren't doing anything. Right? As someone that has experience in education, as someone who loves my nephews, I love my family. I love all the little kids, all my little cousins. I I love them. My nephews, I love my family, right? I really do. As someone that loves children and is able to see the light in their eyes and how how captivated they become with art and reading and all the things that they can do, the reason I wanted to become a teacher, as someone that feels that serious about education, it almost makes me want to cry when I think about the fact that these children aren't being given everything that they need. And everything is corrupted by crappy people running in the government, by crappy politicians that are too old to understand the context of what I'm talking about. And morons. Things have to change for these children. Because these children are going to be the leaders of tomorrow. And in order for them to become the leaders of tomorrow, they have to know what they can do and how they can achieve it. And they need to grow up in an environment that is constantly telling them that they can do it. Like... I like to think one day when I have my own kids, they're going to believe that if they want to be a soccer player or a hockey player or a football player or a lawyer or a doctor or a teacher or they want to work in the financial field and they want to be work at a hedge fund, whatever it's going to be, they can do it. And I like for these children that are growing up, the ones that I see where I live, the ones where you live, the ones that are just no one's given them any time of the day. They need to know that they can do it. And I just hope for the love of God. These people stop being so pathetic and they focus on the future, which is children. Because if we don't focus on them. There is no future. Because they are the future. And they need to grow up knowing that they can do anything. Because when they learn their power, their little star power, because they be, they start from little stars and they become bigger stars, just like us as adults. When these little children discover their power of reading and writing and math and social studies and history, and they find something that they love and something they're passionate about, whether it's playing the flute or singing in the choir, they go to their first little league baseball game or football game, and then they discover they can throw a ball a certain way. And they're discovering they love math. So they get to a grade and they want to become a part of the math team. Or they want to do a spelling bee. Like, I grew up like that. I want these kids to have the same opportunities I did. And I don't think that they have that. So... We have to hopefully save this nightmare that's happening. And we also have to take into consideration what's happening. There's a problem with everything right now. The way things are being delivered, inflation, other things are just being completely ignored and forgotten. And that's what I'm talking about with education. And creating bums is not the answer. But we'll get into more of that tomorrow on No Media Allowed. Thank you for tuning in to No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Yay. 
Now, let's get into another part of our conversation, which is going to be called Christmas treats. Christmas treats, Christmas treats, Christmas treats. A treat, a treat for you and a treat for me. We're going to do this till Christmas is over. So, yay. And this is fun. So, let's have fun doing it, okay? Um, first part of our conversation today on Christmas treats is the fact that Amazon is kind of doing a good job of delivering things in two days. So, if you need something quick, go in there and get it. Um... Something that is not a treat, don't try to order a Creed from Paris right now because they're not going to deliver it. It's sold out, FYI. Also, if you're ordering from Macy's, be fully aware that some of the things you might be trying to order from Macy's might not arrive. Uh, just FYI for that, too. Uh, thought I was getting a popcorn machine. It did not come. Um, I'm upset because I found it for 10 bucks and guess who didn't get it? Me! Guess what else I didn't get from them? Them black riding boots I wanted that were like 20 bucks and they sold out of those, too. Bummer, bummer, bummer. But anyways, Macy's is doing a phenomenal job. I joined them on an email list. Um, the Black Friday sale that they had it was really amazing. I was able to get all my gifts there. This year for Christmas, I had an idea of sort of a fun game, a fun Christmas-themed idea. But uh, it kind of didn't happen that way. So we're doing something different. Um I'm kind of considering the whole um, gift card idea for family members that don't live close so they can, like, use the gift card, you know, where whatever they're doing. Like, I feel like that would be beneficial. Um, I got to get another envelope for my brother because I'm sending him a nice gift for Christmas. So I got to – I don't know if I'm going to go to Walmart or Target or just the post office and buy it there. Um, probably. And, uh, it's just, it's a crazy time of the year. We were just talking about no media allowed and the problem with inflation and shipping and everything. And I know I'm always bragging about e-commerce, but it's going to crap right now. So if you can go to the store to buy gifts, I recommend that. Like, Avoid online for some things because they might not come when you expect them to. Just be aware of that. But a Christmas treat that I found is that um, me and my mom are going to do a gingerbread house together. And I'm so excited. Uh, She was able to get some of the kit. And we're going to put some Christmas music on. I'm going over our house. We're going to have so much fun laughing, talking, rambling on, building a... um, a gingerbread house together and and this is what christmas is about these small moments which mean a lot uh being surrounded by family and people that you love that's what christmas is like it's been very rough with covid and everything for the past two years and i think we have to get back to the basics of what christmas is it's about family and i'm just so lucky that i have an amazing family not only do I have my family, but I have Skip's family, which is my family as well. And we're so lucky to have each other and to have the big family that we have. Like, I get to have two moms. I get to have two dads. I get to have multiple brothers, multiple sisters. I, 
it's it's just it feels like it's never ending and I'm just truly blessed in that context and in that way. So I hope for Christmas you get to spend time with your family and have fun as well. Um, I'm looking forward to playing some Mexican dominoes and I'm looking forward to all the fun that we have during Christmas time. Um, like I said, uh, you know, in the financial world, it's very busy. It's constantly nonstop, just day after day after day after day after day, never ending, never stopping. Uh, so to have a little break from that and to have some time to be with my family means a lot to me. Um, but like I was saying, if you're trying to order things online, you know, if like if it's a coat or it's a hat or whatever it is, uh, be careful with Zulily right now because you know how Zulily is with ordering things. You might have needed to do it like a week or two ago. Uh, I'm going to just recommend, right, that you go on to the shipping part of the website and see how long the regular expected shipping is going to take. If there's a way for you to expedite the shipping, and I don't know if there's a way for you to do that, I would do that. If there's a way for you to find it on Amazon instead of another place, I would do that too. If it's a situation where you can go on Macy's or you can go on Nordstrom or you can go at Dick's or whatever the store is, I would go in there. Maybe the person likes a specific store. Maybe try to get them a gift card. Please do not think that the only option you have is e-commerce right now because it's not working the way we thought it was going to work. This isn't last year. It's a total nightmare right now. But there's deals everywhere. Target still has an amazing Black Friday deal. They've carried it over a couple of weeks. Uh, They've got mini waffle makers for like 12 bucks they've got popcorn machines for 25 you know they've got everything you could want and more in there i went there the other day i was very impressed very excited you know if i know i need to stop to buy something real quick it's definitely in there walmart's another option i don't really go to walmart but if you like that store good for you uh the mall is available but it's like uh the ninth ring of hell in the mall because everybody is in there um me and Skip went to both malls. We went to West Farms and we went to Buckland and we were able to get a lot done. So very happy about that. It's just Christmas is, is really important to me and I know it's really important to a lot of people. Christmas treats is finding a way to be happy about Christmas that's not necessarily about gifts. It's just the environment, the music, the red and the green, the mistletoes, the happiness, what Christmas means, what I said earlier, family. So from this Christmas treat to your Christmas treat. I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas. And like I said, make sure you're looking on the website when you're ordering things online. Make sure you're looking at the options of where you can find things. And if you're trying to like find something online and then see if it's available in the store, go to the store and look. You're probably going to be aggravated because they might not have it, but you never know. So I would try if I was you. Okay, moving on to the next part of our conversation. Fun at home. What do I mean by fun at home? Fun at home is sitting on the couch, uh, catching up on a show you like, or playing a game of Uno or Zynga or really any game that you have available in your house. I don't know where you are, but on the East Coast in the United States of America, Northeast, it's winter. So, like, it's cold outside. Like, it's a time where you want to put the heat on, get some hot cocoa going on the stove or whatever. It's a time where you want to be baking cookies, making warm things like soups or whatever. It's a time where 
you know, you want to be able to sit down and do things that are relaxing. I don't know about you, but during the week, it feels like it's never going to end and I'm constantly busy and I don't have like a chance to breathe. So on the weekend, if I have the weekend off, I like to play games with Skip. I like to roll around with my puppy. I like to watch fun things. I like to joke around about, you know, Food Network. I like to do little things that mean a lot. Like, I think what I learned during COVID is that it's okay to spend time in the house and it's okay to like it and it's okay to be relaxed and be content in that. You don't constantly always have to be running around and there's nothing good from constantly running around a flat tire or you start to get tired and irritated. You don't have to do that all the time. So find a way to be relaxed and be okay with that. I love playing games. I love trying to beat Skip and Uno. I love playing, trying to play Twister on the floor with my puppy running around while we're trying to get on a color. I think that stuff is fun. As a kid, I grew up playing games in my household, and Skip grew up doing the same thing. I mean, that's what it was for me as a kid, and that's what it was as I grew up, and it just continued. And now we do it together as a team, uh, us together. And, you know, we're going to continue that on with our own family, and hopefully they continue it on with theirs as well. Um Games is a part of who we are and it always will be. Um, staying at home, popping your own popcorn with your air popper machine, uh, using your air fryer in your kitchen to make your own french fries, you know, getting down to whatever the basics are, spending all that time in your house maneuvering what you're going to do. There's nothing wrong with that. And you shouldn't feel like you have to spend $50 every time you go out. You always have to go to a restaurant. Why can't you go to Shake Shack? Why can't you go to McDonald's? Why can't you just stop at Burger King or Chick-fil-A or uh, Popeye's? Because you need something quick. Why can't you stop at Taco Bell? Why do you have to go to this other place? You don't always have to go to an expensive restaurant to have something good. You can just make it at home. Or who knows? But we will figure it out. Fun at home is anything that you make fun. So I dare you to have fun at home and I dare you not to feel bad about it. Next part of our conversation, why not buy in bulk? Now, my mom said she got 80 K-cups for 16 bucks. That's a phenomenal deal. Having a membership to like BJ's or any of the other companies, like those big stores, it's kind of genius. Why? Like, because you end up saving money long term. And I know Skip will say, we don't have a big family, so that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but we have a pantry so we can stock it up. And then if it is cold and we can't get outside, then we have it available to us at any time we need it. And that's a benefit within itself, is it not? I I do think it is. I do think sometimes buying in bulk is essential, especially with like frozen foods or salad dressing or pasta sauce or any of those things. Having those available at your disposal is essential. So I say, why not go for it? I mean, do you see the point? I mean, I I think it's going to be beneficial to your time. Like if you don't have a lot of time like I I try to meal prep every week um and I'm going back on my tone it up shakes and I try to do things a certain way but 
if you can, buy in bulk will save you time. So I say go for it. Next part of our conversation. When online orders are messed up, then you got to go in the store. Or you got to deal with calling customer service and dealing with them telling you that they're sold out of something that you really wanted. Now, in those black Kaylee riding boots that I ordered on Macy's were sold out. And they never delivered them to me. And now I don't have them. So now I'm sort of upset. Uh, does that mean I'm not going to shop at Macy's again? No, it just means they had to give me my money back. What does that mean? Exactly what I just said. They had to give me my money back. Um, it depends on what store you're ordering it from. It depends on when you started ordering it and what time they told you they had available for delivery. This coincides with what I said on Christmas treats about the nightmare that's unfolding with shipping right now. I tried to order Skip some Creed from Paris, France. And I put the order in, and everything looked great. And then they sent me an email, sold out. So, that's great. That's great. Just ended up getting him some Tom Ford, so he seems to be happy with that. Um, I guess we'll see. Who knows? Anyways... Ordering online can be very tricky, especially during the holiday season. And especially right now with the nightmare called shipping, thanks to some moron called Joe Biden. Um, and I'm just going to say that because that's how I feel. And you could disagree with me, but I think I'm correct. They have done a catastrophic job with handling things with this team. Like, so abhorrent that it's just, I, I don't even know how to talk about it, honestly, because it's just... A complete nightmare, like on every level, a nightmare. Um, it just gets worse every second, and I get to watch it get worse every second. And it's, it's really frustrating. Zulily, things are taking a lot longer. I ordered something from Waste Shapers, and, and can I just tell you that I ordered it in July, and I just got it two weeks ago. July. It came in November. I don't even know how many months behind that was like you can place an order and forget you ordered something and it will come months later. That's how bad this is getting like and no one's being held accountable. And I don't even know if it's the problem of the company you're ordering it from. Like I wanted to do an order from Tone It Up, but I'm scared to order anything from Tone It Up because I don't know if we'll get it. Like it's really frustrating. Like there's a lot that could go wrong in this. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Every day is different, I guess. The shipping crisis is going to continue to be a crisis. Because when you order something and it doesn't get delivered, then you got to get on the phone with them and tell them that you didn't receive it. And then they take, like... Three to five days to put your money back into your account. I just, I, I don't know. I just can't. I like, like, I find it really aggravating and frustrating. Because, like, who wants to be bothered with this? Not I. Next part of our conversation. Catching up before starting a new season. I kind of try to do that. I try to, like, 
maybe watch a last episode of something before I start something new, especially if I haven't seen it in a while. Like, I guess an example of that would be that Netflix show. Um, And I can't remember the name of it right now, for the love of God. Like, I kind of want to go into season three of Lost in Space, but I don't remember the last episode. So I'm kind of thinking I'm going to watch the last episode of that before I go into the new one. And I guess we'll see what happens with that. That's what I mean. Like, if you haven't seen the show in a long time and you can't remember what happened, it's probably better to just do that. Watch like 20 minutes of the last episode so you're ready and you're prepared for whatever's new. That's what I'm saying. Next part of our conversation. How long do we wait to see a new season? How long do we wait to see when a new season is returning? Like, is that something where a show can go off and you can just Google it and see when it's coming back? I I think it depends on what platform the show is on. And I also think it depends on when it ended before they'll, like, disclose if another season is coming on. Like, Apple Plus versus Amazon versus Netflix versus Hulu versus whatever else there is. I feel like they all operate differently. So, we'll see. I guess we'll just see. Next part of our conversation. Is anything new cool coming to Apple Plus? Outside of that crazy show about the creeper lady uh, with that stalker. Um, I don't know. I I was hoping there would be like a season three of uh, that show about them escaping um, America. Whatever the name of that one was, but... Guess we'll have to wait and see what's coming new to Apple Plus. Hopefully, a lot of cool new things will be there. Uh, we will find out. Next part of our conversation. When do you get a new gadget? When you get a new gadget, get rid of the old gadget. Isn't that true? Like, when we're getting new gadgets, shouldn't you get rid of the old one? Because... Do you want two gadgets? I feel like no. Like, typically, if I buy something and I get something new, I just, like, give it to my mom or, like, a family member. Or, like, I got new headphones. I got new earpods. So I give the my old pair to my husband to skip. And uh, he seemed to be happy with that. Um, so I feel like that worked out. But. Having multiple things of the same thing can get junky and cluttery, and you don't want that. No one wants to feel like it's hoarders in their house, because that's not cute at all. So let's avoid that altogether. Just saying, no. Um, If you're getting something new, get rid of something old. Like, for instance, I ordered all this stuff for Black Friday, right? I ordered new boots. I ordered... Well, it was just shoes, basically. And I, I went to Savers, and I got some new shirts. So last week... I had a couple of available hours in my day outside of work and I went in the closet and I did like a winter cleaning and I got rid of a bunch of crap that I don't wear that I don't need. I cleaned out a bunch of things that led up to me having more space and led up to everything looking better and cleaner. Why did I do that? Because I got new things so I could get rid of old things that I don't wear that I don't need. And that's exactly what I did. So that made me feel like better about the fact that I bought newer things. 
And it should make you feel that way as well. Next part of our conversation. Do we need a pasta maker? Like I kind of want a pasta maker. I have the attachment for the KitchenAid. So I guess I don't need a pasta maker. But I'm talking about like the pasta maker. Like from that guy. What is that dude's name? Uh, What the hell is his name? I can't remember his name for the love of God. From that chef. He's got a commercial and he's like, I'm going to get this pasta. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. I'm trying to find it. It's the Emerald Lagasse pasta maker. Now, I don't know if I need that. I mean, am I going to use it? Like, is it a necessity? Like, I want it because I want to be able to just make my own pasta. And I think that that would be very beneficial to me. Like, I want it for that reason. But do I need it? Probably not. Do I want it? Yes. And you're probably asking yourself, why do you want a pasta maker? I kind of feel like I want a pasta maker just so I can have the ability to make the pasta the way I want to make the pasta. I mean, that's basically what I, why I want it. Um, it would be nice, but I don't know where I would put it. And I have enough gadgets that I don't know if I need it. Honestly, if I was going to get a pasta maker, I'd just use the attachment that I already have and just be happy with that. Next part of our conversation. Toasted ravioli is delicious. We have had toasted ravioli a couple times, and it's been good. We had buffalo chicken, and then we had this, like, uh, Italian sausage one. Oh, my God. Every time I have it, I'm just like, really? This is really good. It's very, very, very good, actually. Um, so I guess yay for uh, toasted ravioli. We'll see what flavor we have next. Anyways, guess what time it is? It's the end of this Monday podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star, where you recognize, where you recognize your star, because you are a star wherever you are. Don't forget that. And wishing you a very Merry Christmas, wherever you are, whatever time it is. Hope you're having a wonderful holiday season. It's full of bright, light, fun, and joy, and love. And most of all, I hope you know you're a star during this Christmas season because you make Christmas bright. I'll see you tomorrow right here where you are right now. And thank you for tuning in. Bye.